Hi. So today, instead of a guest, we're going to have me. I'm going to just talk about the challenges and joys that I'm experiencing during this time. I know that my problems are nothing compared to some of the incredible challenges that people are going through right now. But, you know, we all have our own struggles and they're real to us and they're legitimate too. And so I'm going to talk about mine and both the challenges and the joys during this time and hope that it helps you in some way. Here we go. kind of touched by a lot of the things that maybe a lot of you have been impacted by. Some of them are important, some of them are not that important in the big scheme, but all of it really does feel dark sometimes. And I have struggled with it during this time. I lost my job and that has been really hard. My work is something I really loved. I loved the community of people that I worked with. I loved the the feeling that it gave me, the feeling of purpose and um, the challenge, the work that I did, something that I really enjoyed. It's something that gave me meaning and purpose. And without it, I'm scared that I will feel lost in the coming months, maybe years, if I don't get another job. I do have other things that I enjoy doing, but the work that I did was really the epicenter of my professional life. It's part of my identity. Losing it is going to be hard for me, I know, because I've experienced it before. I was home for 10 years as a contractor, and I worked a little bit from home, but I didn't have that kind of in-office community. And when my kids got older and were more independent, I felt lost and I really had a hard time. Going back to work was a huge part of my mental health recovery. It helped me uh, be much, much happier. The last year and a half was some of the happiest times for me because of the work I did, because of the people that I worked with and being able to not just be part of a team, but being able to contribute felt amazing. I'm really going to miss that. And part of me is really scared of what's going to happen in the next months and years for me of not having that and having to fill that void with something else. And that's one of my challenges. If I have a lot of space in my life, I fill it sometimes with unhealthy things, with worry. And that's when the anxiety comes in. And even though the worries sometimes are from the outside would be, would be nonsense, would be silly worries. But the anxiety itself is real, and what it does to me and my body is real. So that's one of the things I'm worried about. Second thing is, 
the food, the eating during this time. There's a lot of memes and jokes about how we're going to come out of this gaining weight or becoming alcoholics because everybody's drinking and eating. For me, it's a lot more serious than a regular person. I do have um, pretty pretty significant uh, food issues. And I have for my whole life since I was a teenager. And so that's something that I'm struggling with, being at home all the time and actually having to make food all the time for my family, for myself, and just that space, the boredom every day and trying to fill that with the coping mechanisms that I use, which is primarily food has been scary. I know it's not healthy to do that, but that's something that's going on right now. And I have to deal with that. I have to look at it in the face and look at it on the scale. And it's something that takes me to a dark place, but um, it's something that I'm facing and I'm going to, I'm trying to deal with in a healthy way, but it's a struggle. Uh, sometimes it's dark, sometimes it's hopeful. The other thing that is very scary for us is my husband's um, health. He has an underlying condition that um, would put him at higher risk of complications and um, more severity if he got this virus. And he's healthy right now. We're all at home, but it's something I think about. What are we going to do for the next months until there's a vaccine? How am I going to protect him? How am I going to protect my family? What's going to happen in the months ahead? You know, what are, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when we start opening up everything? When people start going back to work? I have a lot of questions about how we're going to live our life in a healthy way, physically healthy, mentally healthy, emotionally healthy, and a, and at the same time, protect him and protect us because he is us. And I can't even go to a place of thinking of what would happen. I can't go there because he's, I can't. And then there's the kids with the school stuff. It's not as, I don't know, in the big picture, as important of an issue, but it's still important in terms of their school, their home. I don't want to be too hard on them, but at the same time, I want them to keep their schoolwork up. And not every kid um, can do that easily, remotely. School's supposed to be um, an experience that encompasses being with a teacher, being with your classmates, having that structure, that routine, and being at home is difficult for some kids. And I'm really struggling with how much to push because some of that is putting extra strain on my kids. And some of it is um, the right thing to do. They have to keep being engaged. They have to turn in their assignments. They have to learn. It's, it's something I struggle with.
I get angry, I get frustrated. Um, if they are not doing what they're supposed to do, but at the same time, they're trying, and I don't know how far to push. Those are the real hard stuff. There's other things, of course, but those are the hard things. Along with the struggles and challenges, this time has also brought some really beautiful things, silver linings to being quarantined at home. The most important one, or the one I I feel most grateful for, is that I get to be home with my family. I have two teenagers in the house, and it's even with the challenges of school and getting everything done, the upsides have been amazing. We go on walks as a family. We have a lot of family meals. And with that, there's a lot of laughter and light moments and love that is different. It's deeper. It's, it's, um, there's a togetherness because we're all in it together experiencing this, this new reality. I feel so grateful that I have this time to be with them before they get older and leave the house and go on their own journeys. I still have them for a couple more years, and this time is different. It's very special. There's not a rush to go to things. So we all have this extra time, um, and I'm so grateful for that. The other thing is, you know, the, the upside of the food issue is, because I've already talked about some of the challenges of the food issue, but the, the silver lining on that is that my cooking game has gone up. I have, you know, out of necessity and really had to be more creative with the way that I make meals for our family. Um, And my family has really stepped up in terms of helping with the house. I'm doing more cooking. They're doing more cleaning. Um, The kids are learning to really take care of themselves in terms of chores around the house and in terms of their own things, their own clothes, doing laundry, taking care of their surroundings and cleaning their surroundings. And I'm grateful that the quarantine is happening during the spring. I don't know what's going to happen in the months ahead. But for now, we have some of the most beautiful weather we've had all year. And we get to go out and walk among the the trees and the flowers and try to take in um, nature. During the first couple of weeks, I felt very a heightened sense of stress and anxiety about what's going to happen. And as the weeks have gone on, there's a, I've developed a kind of peace and calm, not all the time, but I've developed an acceptance and become more at ease with our daily life. And it's allowed me to have less guilt about the things that I enjoy the shows that I want to binge watch, the books I want to read. I get to do things 
without feeling rushed. And that's, that's been amazing. Try to, try to be in the moment and trying to really um, appreciate, be grateful for this extended space is something that I'm practicing. I think, wow, you know, we get to all be together and how lucky we are that we have this. We have a home, we have food, we have safety, and how important it is to give back. And those are things that we talk about more. And I'm grateful for that and that we're able to give in different ways and I can show my kids how important that is because it allows us to really be more thoughtful and more deliberate about our actions. It's a lesson for us uh, as a family of, of how important it is to be kind, to help, and in, in small and big ways. And it's a reminder to myself too, because when I get down or when I struggle, I can't be there for the kids in the same way emotionally. I can't help them see the joy and be grateful and, and see how they can help because I'm struggling with my own things. So I really have been working on being in the present, thinking about ways that I can be kind to them and to our community, and it takes me out of my own darkness sometimes. And it's been, it's, it's been great, because some days I really feel that I'm filled with love and joy, and I treasure those days and treasure those times, because they're not all the time. Like all of us, we have ups and downs, and I'm trying, when the ups come, to really be present in those times and, and savor them. So, so those are my challenges and joys. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I know this was an unusual episode because it was just me rambling on about my own stuff, but I hope in some small way it was helpful for you. Um, that's it. Thanks again. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you liked it, please subscribe to the podcast and rate it and leave a review. See you next week on the second half.